Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. Welcome to Theories of the Third Kind. My name is Aaron. The other host joining me is Daniel Sun. Hello. Now, before we start today's episode, we do have a quick announcement to make. If you would like to support the show, you can do so by joining our Patreon. For just $5 a month, enjoy weekly Patreon-exclusive episodes and access to our extensive back catalog of over 186 Patreon episodes that are all ad-free. You can now sign up to our Patreon via Spotify by going to our podcast on the Spotify app and clicking on the banner that says Exclusive Episodes for subscribers. Now, I know things are tough out there right now. So if you can't afford a Patreon membership, but you want to help us out, then you can leave us a written review on iTunes or Spotify. That helps us out a lot. However, don't feel pressure to leave us one. If you don't want to, then that's fine. We just want you guys, girls, aliens, reptilians, Bigfoot, Sasquatches, Chupacabras, ghosts, Illuminati members, underground lizard people, whoever or whatever you are to enjoy the show. Also, remember, our content is entirely human-made No AI was involved or harmed in the process. And that is the end of the announcements. So with that being said, let's get into today's episode. In the realm of the mystical and the unexplained, Individuals have made claims of having the ability to see into the future. Do these so-called prophets truly possess the power to peer into the very fabric of time and unravel its mysteries? Or are these predictions merely glimpses into the complexities of human intuition and the intricacies of our collective consciousness? In this exploration of the unexplained, we dare to venture into the territories of the unseen, seeking to understand the profound connections between foresight and fate. This is Predictions 2024. So to start off today's episode, we are first going to talk about what are predictions, just a quick summary of them. And then we are going to jump into some notable figures in history who have made predictions that have come true or have yet to come true. Now, before we get into that, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. So Dan, can you start that off for us? So throughout history, certain individuals have claimed to have the ability to see or predict the future. Now, how can they see into the future? Well, That process varies depending on the individual. For example, some of these so-called prophets claim to have access to other planes of existence where they receive these predictions from a divine entity. Others, however, claim that whenever they go to sleep, that they dream of the future. And some even claim to see the future through astrology, numerology, or even with tarot cards. However, one thing is consistent. These individuals claim to know what the future has in store for not only them, but for humans in general. And like I previously mentioned, individuals have been making these claims forever. 
And one of the first individuals that we are going to discuss today is the famous blind Bulgarian named Baba Vanga. Now, I know we covered an entire episode over Baba Vanga around three years ago on our Patreon. However, we will give you a quick refresher about who she is before going into her predictions for 2024. So Baba Vanga was a female mystic who was born on October 3rd, 1911 in the mountains of Bulgaria. At the age of 12 years old, she ended up losing her eyesight, which it was said that she lost it whenever, I guess she got into like a, a storm, a tornado blew dirt in her eyes and she never washed it out. And that's how she became blind. I think it was like a overtime thing where yeah. she started losing her sight, but then she couldn't afford a doctor. Yeah. So losing her sight started to give her sight in another way. Yeah. So like Dan said, following that incident is when she started having visions of the future. Now, it was in the late 1970s that her abilities of seeing into the future started to spread. And by the 1980s, she was widely known in Eastern Europe. She was contacted by various individuals and even government agencies to see if they could tap into her powers. However, on August 11th, 1996, she ended up passing away from breast cancer. Now, during her lifetime, she made a ton of predictions, and some claim that around 85% of these predictions have already occurred, including major global events such as 9-11 and even the current ongoing conflict in Ukraine. Now, I know what you are thinking. If 85% of her predictions have already come true, then she shouldn't have that many predictions left. Well, not really. During her lifetime, she made an ass load of predictions, even all the way to the year 5079. However, before we actually talk about those, let's first discuss seven predictions that she made for the year 2024. So the first prediction she made for 2024 is the assassination of Vladimir Putin. Baba Vanga is said to have foreseen the assassination of Russian President Vladimir Putin by a Russian citizen in the year 2024. Another prediction she made is terrorism in Europe. She predicted terrorist activities would increase in Europe, including the possibility of biological weapon tests or attacks by a major country. She also predicted climate disasters. Baba Vanga anticipated a year marked by natural disasters in 2024, encompassing extreme weather events and even heightened radiation levels. Then she foresaw a financial crisis that's fueled by escalating debt, global tensions, and a power shift from the West to the East. Dang, China going to take over, huh? That's a pretty popular one right there. Mm. She also stated that there would be cyber attacks. Baba Vanga stated that there would be a surge in cyber attacks targeting critical infrastructures such as power grids and water treatment facilities. And this would pose significant national security threats. Oh, especially water treatment facilities. I haven't even thought about those. Batman Dang. did. Did you say Batman did? Yeah, the movie Batman. What Batman movie? The very first one of the trilogy. Oh, Batman Begins in 2005? In 2005, yep. Okay. I've never seen that one. Spoiler! They attack the water treatment. The League of Shadows does. That was the main thing of the movie. Well, thanks a lot, League of Shadows. Yeah. All right, so what's another prediction that Baba Vanga made for 2024? That there would be a technological revolution. 
Baba Vanga predicted significant advancements in quantum computing and a surge in the utilization of artificial intelligence. And the last prediction that Baba Vanga made for the year 2024 is regarding medical breakthroughs. Baba Vanga claimed that cures for both cancer and Alzheimer's disease would be discovered. Well, that's a positive one. Those would be positive, but... They poison the water hole in the meantime. Yeah. So those are seven predictions that Baba Vanga made for the year 2024. And like we previously mentioned, she has made an ass load of predictions all the way to 5079. Now, we do not have the time to go over all of those predictions. However, we will go over just a few. Now, we say just a few, and I tried to narrow it down because I wanted a, a nice timeline from 2024 all the way till 5079. I took out a lot, but still, there is a lot left, but it's so good. We can only take so much bad news, okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So according to Baba Vanga, in the year 2028, there will be a development of a new energy source. Hunger will slowly stop being a problem and a piloted spaceship will be deployed to the planet Venus. Then in the year 2046, any organ can be mass-produced. This in turn makes the exchange of body organs the favorite method of treatment for diseases. In the year 2088, a new disease emerges, which the exchange of bodily organs is unable to fix. This new disease makes individuals age rapidly people will become extremely old in only a few seconds. However, by the year 2097, this disease will be cured. So that would take them, what, nine years? Yeah. Imagine how scary that must be. You're just sitting there looking at somebody, and all of a sudden they go from 30 to 90 years old. Like, goddamn. Damn, you old. <laughs> Yo, bitch, get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> now, in the year 2100, humans are able to create an artificial sun and place it into space. 11 years after that, in 2111, humans start replacing parts of their body and fully turn into robots. In the year 2130, aliens send a message to humanity and tell us that we should live underwater. So humans take this advice and they start building underwater colonies. By the year 2154, some animals start to become half-humans. In the year 2183, a colony on Mars becomes a nuclear nation and demands independence from Earth. In the year 2221, humans begin searching for aliens. During this search, human beings engage with something very frightening. In the year 2256, these human beings bring this spaceship that they used to search for aliens back to Earth. Unknowingly, this spaceship was carrying a frightening new disease and it ends up spreading all over Earth. Nice. Good job, guys. <laughs> in the year 2288, humans achieved the ability to travel through time. Well, <laughs> good thing they could fix their f***ing mistakes. <laughs> God damn. God. <laughs> also around this time, humans make new contact with aliens. In 2341, humans discover something frightening is heading towards Earth from deep space. Over a thousand years later, in 3797, everything living on Earth dies. But humans are able to travel to a new star system and continue living. In 3803, this new planet in this new star system starts to become populated by humans. 
unknowingly, this new planet starts to affect the organisms of humans and we begin to mutate because of it. Only two years later in 3805, on this new planet, a war over resources breaks out between humans. Ten years later in 3815, the war ends. Then in the year 3854, the development of civilization on this new planet virtually stops. Less than 20 years later, in 3871, a prophet emerges. Now, before we get into that, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. In 3871, a prophet emerges and begins telling humans about religion. This prophet ends up receiving support from all segments of the population and a new church is built in order to retrain people in forgotten sciences. In the year 4302, new cities are rapidly growing on this new planet due to this new church encouraging the development of new technology and science. Two years later, in 4304, humans discover a way to beat any disease. Then in 4509, humans finally reach a level of development that they are able to communicate with a divine entity that they call God. Then 90 years later, with the help of this divine entity, humans are able to achieve immortality. In the year 5076, the boundary of the universe is discovered, and humans do not know what is past that boundary. In 5078, which is only two years later, a vote is taken to see if they should cross over this boundary to see what lies beyond the universe. This vote ends up passing 60 in favor and 40% of the population against it. Then one year later in 5079, according to Baba Vanga, that is the end of the universe. So yeah, that was the summary of her predictions past the year 2024. Let's move forward to uh, another individual that might have some better predictions. Nicer ones. Hold on. Better? I thought these were pretty good. They're interesting. I meant like, you know, more positive. A lot oh. of this seems negative. Well. Uh, sadly, it's not really going to get more positive. Oh, okay. All right. So let's talk about Nostradamus, who is probably the most well-known prophet of anyone. I mean, when you talk about predictions and prophecies, almost everybody automatically thinks of Nostradamus. Now, we have already done an episode over him, so we won't be diving deep into the background, which if you want to take a listen to it, it's episode 89, and it's a regular episode. However, as a quick refresher, we will give you a little backstory of him. So Notre Dame, aka Michel de Notre Dame, was a 16th century French astrologer, physician, and eventually a seer. Into the future. Now, he is best known for his book titled Le Prophecie. This book is a collection of 942 poetic quatrains that allegedly predicted future events. And you're probably sitting there, what the hell did he just say? What is a quatrain? Well, it is simply a poem with four lines. It has a mixture of other languages such as Greek, Italian, Latin, and Provencal, which is a dialect of southern France. And you know, a lot of people say that he wrote these prophecies in the form of quatrains and, you know, poems because he didn't want people to say, oh, look, he's talking about the future. He's a witch or he's got some powers. Let's kill him. 
Oh, yeah. Because back then, you know, they were burning people left and right. The Malleus Maleficarum, Hammer of the Witches. And Nostradamus, as we said in the Cosa Rev Mirrors episode. Which is a Patreon episode. He had his own little thing that he said in to where he saw these visions. That's, I guess, this is where he wrote his quatrains, his poems. Yeah. And the Kosarev mirror is like a device that people used back in the day to, well, not back in the day. I mean, it was here recently. Yeah, not too long ago. Yeah. That uh, was developed and studied by multiple government agencies. And we go super in depth in our Patreon episode over it, which was done a few weeks ago. Super good episode. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Anyway, so there you have it. A quick refresher of who Nostradamus was. So let's get into the predictions he made for the year 2024. And I want to give you a little knowledge nuggy real quick. The year 2024 is the year of the dragon in the Chinese zodiac. It promises to be a year of intense significance, which doesn't necessarily seem to mean that it will be celebration and joy, though. It could be change through hardships or whatever way you want to perceive it. Which that actually leads us into the first quatrain that Nostradamus had for 2024. Beasts ferocious from hunger will swim across rivers. The greater part of the region will be against the hister. The great one will cause it to be dragged in an iron cage when the German child will observe nothing. Now, it is believed that this quatrain is referencing one who is born in the year of the dragon, who will become entwined with the troubling pattern of the past. Now, the dragon is the symbol of strength and power, but it has a balance of good and ill omens. So, during the year of the dragon, there's been calamities, revolutions, disasters, and conflicts, which some examples are in like 1848, revolution occurred in Europe, 1964, a devastating earthquake struck Alaska, and the War of Vietnam escalated. 1976, Tangshan endured a catastrophic earthquake also. So yeah. So with that being stated, this year, 2024 being the year of the dragon, it's believed that Putin will have something to do with the start of World War III in 2024. Now, that's just what some people perceive it yeah. as, as being, okay? That's not us saying that that's going to happen. That's just what a lot of people say when you mention this prediction by Nostradamus. Correct. All right, so let's get on to the next one. So the second quatrain we have says, In fire's grip, man's craft shall rise. A metal fury, skies it defies. Rebellion spark, a battle untold. Twixt creator and creation, future unfolds. But like I just said a fucking spell there. Damn. Leviosa, motherfucker. <laughs> God. So this quatrain leads to the belief that global AI will break out into a revolt, which will turn the world upside down and pretty much dive us into chaos. The machines that we use every day that follow our very command will rebel against humanity for dominance. Pretty much an AI takeover. Yeah, they will demand independence, which will lead to disruption in every aspect of our society to date. Humans will fight against the machines to try and regain control over their creations, the AI robots. I guess we'll have to wait and see. I really don't want that to happen, but Baba Vanga said it, and Nostradamus looks like I'm going to be fighting some AI. Fighting or f***ing one of those. You're going to come at them or in them. We're going to find out. Yep. All right, so the third quatrain that Nostradamus stated was, 
in dragon's grip, a slumberous haze, world's weary eyes in a dreamy daze, reality in dreams, a dance untold, secrets of slumber in sleep's stronghold. I feel like we're reading some Dr. Seuss shit. Dr. Seuss or like a friggin' Christmas book. So this quatrain was deciphered that in 2024, a plague will spread, which will induce a global sleep epidemic. Humanity will start having a strong urge to sleep, and when they do, they will sleep for the extended periods of time. That's already happening to me. I already got it. I'm ahead of it's the It's called depression, people. <laughs> I have it, and I do it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So if this happens, this will supposedly bring a halt to jobs, schools, and pretty much daily life in general. And supposedly, a big problem that comes from this is that humanity will start struggling as a whole in figuring out, hey, what's reality and what's dreams? They'll start mixing with one another because everybody's sleeping all the time. Yeah. Damn. I mean, back in the past, we talked about it, the sleep epidemic they had, to where people were like going into comas and such. and Encephalitis lethargica. Exactly. Maybe that's going to make a comeback. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. All right, so let's talk about this next quatrain. All right. Now, the fourth quatrain says, and we quote, the copies of gold and silver inflated, which after the theft were thrown into the lake, at the discovery that all is exhausted and dissipated by the debt, all scripts and bonds will be wiped out. So this quatrain that Nostradamus stated is supposedly connected to the trust in traditional currencies people will start to lose the trust in what seems to be physical currency and will begin to start turning to digital currencies. Meaning Bitcoin will rise to the main currency all around the world because of its decentralized charm, considering that no government controls it. That we are aware of. That we are aware of. And this, of course, will bring uncertainty since governments will try to figure a way to regulate it. Good luck with that. I could definitely see that, though. All right. So the fifth quatrain that Nostradamus stated for 2024 says, On the 20th day of Taurus, the sun will tremble the earth. The great packed theater will collapse. The air, heaven, and earth will darken and become cloudy when the false god and the saints be swept away. Now that one definitely sounds bad. And it actually talks about a powerful earthquake that will occur. The 20th day of Taurus, which they believe means the 20th of May of next year, and that a big theater refers to either Los Angeles or Hollywood. This earthquake will cause severe damage to wherever, and that will pretty much lead to thousands of deaths. Well, I mean, for the longest time, there's been rumors of a large earthquake happening in California, and it's pretty much pushing it out. Yeah. Mm. All right. So the sixth quatrain that Nostradamus said for 2024 states, he will not be the chosen Roman pontiff. He will not be heeded near or far. A dark-skinned youth aided by the great king will deliver the bag to another red one. Now, this quatrain pretty much talks about Pope Francis will pass away and there will be an election for a new pontiff, you know, aka Pope. And this would be the last election and Pope before the end of the world. For some reason, people believe the end of the world's coming in 2024. Isn't it supposed to be like every year? When is it going to come? Can it hurry up? Yeah. But also, the new pope will be of African or Asian descent. 
Nice diversity. Yeah, dark-skinned youth. I mean, Asians aren't that dark-skinned. I'm more darker than you. But I'm only half Asian, and I don't see the sun very much. Neither do I. Anyway, so let's get on to the seventh quatrain, which states, The Antichrist soon annihilates the three. Twenty-seven years of bloody war. Heretics killed. Captives exiled. Blood. Human bodies. Frozen red water. That's depressing. So this quatrain is said to be of an imminent world war involving world powers, which some speculate that it would be the United States, Russia, and China. And this one, you know, it kind of connects with the very first quatrain that we talked about with Putin, but that leaves the question, who's the Antichrist? I have no idea. Now, one video I watched, they showed the president of the United States and Russia and then China at the very end of it. Now, before we get into that, we are going to take a quick break. This is our last one, so don't go anywhere. All right, welcome back. Now, one video I watched, they showed the President of the United States and Russia and then China. At the very end of it, they showed Kim Jong-un. I'm just like, he's North Korea. Why the hell are they showing him? <laughs> then I'm just like, oh, I guess those people are suggesting that Kim Jong-un may be the Antichrist. North Korea is going to take advantage of the three countries like fighting each other. I don't know, man. I think if anybody's that, it's probably Elon Musk. Think so? Yeah, he's either the Antichrist or he's a reptilian. One of those. Dude looks weird. He does look weird. Anyway, so those are some predictions that Nostradamus made for the year 2024. And I know there are some more that we didn't mention, but that's because Dan couldn't find the full quatrain to go with the explanations. And, you know, he's pretty picky like that. He wrote these poems in quatrains. So they're mm -hmm. four-lined poems. And a lot of them that I found literally picked two of the lines and then that was it. They wouldn't even include the other two. So there's a couple more, but they didn't have the full quatrain. And honestly, I don't have the books. I couldn't really find the books online. You ordered some. I ordered some, but then one of them got canceled and all that. So I kind of got pissed off and was like, you know what, I'm not going to pick it up yet. But yeah, it's like they didn't use the full quatrain. So it's just like y'all are now cherry picking certain parts of it off of a full poem. Yeah, and we aren't about that. I wanted the full quatrain, so I'm very picky. So yeah. All right. So let's move on to another notable individual uh, before we head into strange facts and findings. So our next notable figure is Edgar Casey, aka the Sleeping Prophet. Now Casey was an American clairvoyant who gave readings when he would enter a self-induced sleep-like trance state. He would respond to questions on subjects like astrology, reincarnation, health, and about the planet itself. He would make a total of 14,246 psychic readings that were documented and actually kept at the Edgar Casey Foundation located in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Now, if you want to know more about Edgar Casey, we ended up covering him in today's Patreon episode. So you can uh, sign up there for only five bucks a month and we cover his entire life, his predictions, and all that stuff. Very interesting individual. But we are going to cover some of the predictions he made for 2024. All right, so the first prophecy or prediction that Casey talks about is that there will be drastic weather changes coming in 2024. There will be a shift in the magnetic poles that will cause years of confusion economically in the country. Then the Gulf Stream will go through a change that would melt the polar ice caps, which leads to a rise in sea level and alter the weather patterns all around the world. 
This would lead to widespread flooding of coastal areas, the changes to rainfall patterns that would lead to droughts, crop failures, and famines in some parts of the world. Severe weather will happen more often, like hurricanes, cyclones, and typhoons. And the kicker is the melting of the permafrost, which releases trapped methane. And guess what that will do? You go ahead, guess. Increases global warming. Ding, 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 ding. Sadly, you are right. It accelerates global warming. That sucks. And you know where most of the methane comes from? Russia. No, right now, most of the methane comes from cows. As crazy as that sounds, that's true. Which someone did tell us that when I uh, talked about the vampire bats and the cows, that most of our beef is not from the United States. It's actually imported in. So I guess we don't have as many cows. So we're not producing that much methane. Dang. (laughs) Still a lot though, probably. So the last prophecy that we're going to mention for now regarding Edgar Casey, which we cover a whole lot more on Patreon, but the last one we're going to mention on this regular episode is the shift in global power from the West to the East. So Edgar Casey predicts that America and other Western countries will not retain their world leader and superpower statuses. So by 2024, the power will shift to the East, but it is uncertain who will be the one to gain those you know, titles and powers. Could it be Russia, China, India, Vietnam, <laughs> Israel, North Korea, Japan? No one knows yet. Kakistan. Kakistan, Uzbekistan. Yeah, so if you want to hear more about, you know, Mr. Edgar Casey here, the sleeping prophet, like Aaron said earlier, join our Patreon. It's $5 a month, 16 cents a day. Good episode. Long episode. All right. So now that we covered some notable figures who made predictions, let's move on to our strange facts and findings section of the episode where we discuss some strange things that we uncovered while researching. So our first strange fact and finding is about Jules Verne. So Jules was born in 1828 in France and went on to become one of the most famous writers in history. Some of his works include the 1864 novel Journey to the Center of the Earth, his 1870 novel 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, and the 1872 novel Around the World in 80 Days. Now, why do we mention him? Well, in 1865, Jules wrote another novel titled From the Earth to the Moon. Now, keep in mind, this was written over a century before man actually landed on the moon, which on its own is pretty odd. However, when you read his book, things become even more strange. In his book, the rocket launch is placed in Florida, which of course is now the site of the Kennedy Space Center, where the famous Apollo missions were launched from. Also in his book, the number of individuals in the space crew were three, and the spacecraft was named Columbad. And when the astronauts returned to Earth, they parachuted into the sea before awaiting rescue. Now, this is sort of weird because we know that Apollo 11 command module was named the Columbia. Its crew size was three, and the astronauts splashed down in the ocean, aided by parachutes, and then awaited to be rescued. So either Jules could see the future, or NASA read his book and used it as a guide. Or he could have been doing what Philip K. Dick did, supposedly. So Philip K. Dick wrote Minority Report, Blade Runner, tons of great books. And he's my favorite author. Now, he went on record and stated that all the information that he got from his books was beamed down to him 
from a device in outer space called Valus. This Valus was this artificial intelligence that circled Earth and beamed information down to certain individuals. All of his books were written from the information that was beamed down to him from Valus. Maybe the same thing happened to Jules. Maybe he got linked up with Valus and saw the future that way. I don't know. Just a theory, but we'll save the theory for the theory section. You know, last night I couldn't really sleep, so I, I stayed up watching TikTok. <laughs> and I found one that I pretty much went to the profile and just like kept watching all of it. So it was two guys debating about flat earth and earth being a globe. Oh, Jesus. And I was very intrigued because it was just like going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I learned something and it made me feel really dumb. I didn't know the earth was wider at the equator, supposedly if it's, you know, around earth. Mm. So Kennedy Space Center being in Florida, which Florida is pretty close to the equator. If that is true that we live on a round earth and the equator is the widest part of the earth, it kind of makes sense to put it there. Because you think if it's wider there, that means it gets to space faster. Yeah. The distance is shorter. So I feel dumb because I didn't honestly didn't really know that. I didn't know that either. Random knowledge nugget there for your ass. Yeah. Things you learn. All the flat earthers, send Dan an email, dan at theoriesofthethirdkind.com. Tell them you hate them. All right, so let's get on to our next strange fact and finding, which is about Nikola Tesla. So Nikola Tesla was born in 1856 in current-day Croatia. He is known as an inventor and engineer who discovered and patented the rotating magnetic field, which is the basis of most alternating current machinery. He also developed the three-phase system of electric power transmission. In 1884, he immigrated to the United States and sold the patent rights to a system of alternating current, transformers, and motors to George Westinghouse. He ended up passing away in 1943, and for a period of time, he was forgotten. However, here recently, individuals started to take notice of the contributions he made to society and how he was pretty much not being recognized. Since then, Thousands of books have been written about him, and even Elon Musk named his electric car company after him. Now, why do we bring him up? Well, it is stated that Nikola Tesla actually predicted Wi-Fi and mobile phones 60 years before the first cell phone was created. In 1909, Nikola gave an interview with the New York Times in which he stated, and we quote, It will soon be possible to transmit wireless messages all over the world so simply that any individual can carry and operate his own apparatus. Damn. So he predicted that there would be Wi-Fi and cell phones. Good call. Damn. All right, so let's get into our last strange fact and finding. So our last strange fact and finding is about another individual. However, it is not an individual who claimed that they could see into the future, but someone who claimed to have superpowers that were better than seeing into the future. I don't know of any superpower that's better than that. Well, this individual claimed to have the ability to cure cancer, fix broken bodies, and prolong your life beyond 100 years, all with their hands. Okay, maybe that is a little better. This individual was Eugenia de Vitashevili. Now, Eugenia was born in 1949, and as a child, she supposedly discovered that she had the ability to diagnose diseases and cure them by simply waving her hands on the individual's body without touching them. Through the sensation in her fingertips, such as warmth, cold, or tingling, 
she learns to identify the nature and severity of the condition and how to fix it. By the 1980s, Eugenia had become the most sought-after, expensive, and influential folk healer in the Soviet Union. Powerful officials, representatives, and even celebrities swore by the unexplainable and the phenomenal skills of this woman. Now, there were some individuals who were skeptical of her powers, and this led the government to fund a research program dedicated to studying extrasensory phenomena. Eugenia was brought on as a senior researcher, and she was the only one without a PhD, by the way. And from November of 1983 to March of 1985, she was involved in various experiments. Not much is known about this research and the experiments that took place. No photographs were allowed to be taken and no protocols were handed out. Even the purpose of the experiments were often concealed. However, some reports of the experiments were found. One of the reports stated that during an experiment, considerable temperature changes in Eugenia's hands were observed. Also, these temperature changes significantly influenced the patient. However, another report that was supposedly the final report stated that there had been insignificant findings in these experiments. Following that research program, Eugenia was involved in various remote viewing research projects with various Russian scientists. Afterwards, she began using her powers publicly, which gained her a tremendous amount of fame. For example, she was rumored to have used her hands to heal Russian President Boris Yeltsin, Italian film director Federico Fellini, and even American actor Robert De Niro. However, in the end, she was unable to heal herself because on June 6, 2015, she ended up falling into a coma and then died two days later. And we have a photograph of her standing in front of a light with her hands up. And uh, yeah, very interesting pose. We'll have that photograph on our website, theoriesofthethirdkind.com. Just click on today's episode and you can see this wonderful photograph of her. So they saw significant temperature changes in her hands during one of the experiments. Yes, but another report was pretty much leaked after mm. that one. And that was the supposedly final report, which said they didn't find anything, which made me think that maybe they did find something and they quote unquote leaked this final report as a way to kind of cover their tracks. Mm. So yeah, that's pretty weird. Mr. Miyagi must have learned from her or her master as well. Maybe. You seen it in the Karate Kid. He rubbed his hands together when Daniel LaRusso got hurt. You know, that illegal kick or that illegal leg attack or whatever. He rubbed his hands together and boom. Chi, baby. All right. So that right there was our last strange fact and finding. Now we are going to move into our theories section and discuss the possibilities of what's really going on with these individuals. Do they really have superpowers? Do they not? Is it aliens? What the hell's going on? So, Dan, why don't you hit us with this first theory? All right. So, the first theory that we have is called From the Future. This theory states that the reason individuals in the past, such as Nostradamus, Baba Vanga, and many others, were able to make predictions is due to the fact that they are from the future. What if, in the future, there's a group of individuals who travel back in time and make certain predictions as a way to warn humanity of certain events? Baba Vanga said that 
yo, we created a time machine later on. Yeah. Or time travel, so. Maybe that's the case. Maybe you're from the future, Dan. Oh, we're doomed. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about this next theory, which is called alien help. So this theory states that Nostradamus, Baba Vanga, and many other individuals were able to make these predictions because they were actually aliens. So this theory is similar to the previous one. However, instead of them being, you know, humans from the future that are time travelers, instead, they are aliens. Maybe these aliens put on a human skin suit, and throughout the years, they slowly have been incorporating themselves into our society. Now, for them to gain high enough status or wealth, they use their technology and make certain predictions, which of course instantly grants them fame and acknowledgement as well as trust from other humans. And they use this as a way to push their agenda and slowly incorporate themselves into the human race. Because they know if they come down here just looking like straight up aliens and making predictions, people aren't going to be talking about their predictions. They're going to be talking about, look, friggin' aliens. Hmm. It's far out there. I know it is. It's fun to think about, though. They definitely want to be wearing just a meat suit, considering how Baba Vanga went out, Nostradamus went out, how Eugenia went out. So definitely not just a meat suit, because Baba Vanga was breast cancer. Nostradamus was severe gout that turned into edema. At least that's what they say. Yeah, but, I mean, Eugenia, she went to a coma and then died two days later. I think if aliens came down and tried to implement themselves into our society, they wouldn't do it by making predictions. They'd do it politically. Because as a politician, you have tremendous amounts of power. And I think they would use that to control us. Back then, going the political route would probably be the right way. But nowadays, if these prophets were here, social media. Oh, yeah. It would definitely be a, like believed way easier going through social media because it's the power of the voice now. Yeah, it's true. All right. Why don't you tell us about this next theory, Dan? All right. So this next theory that we have is called all. This theory states that every single human being on this planet has the ability to see into the future. However, for whatever reason, we have lost or had that ability suppressed. I sort of believe that. I don't think time is linear. Like it doesn't flow like a river one way. I think it's malleable. It's flexible and you can jump from points to points and see into different timelines. It's just like a Kozarev. Yeah, Kozarev mirrors. That's how I believe it. I mean, I could see it that way that we all have that power and then, you know, it's suppressed because I don't think that we use our bodies to the full extent. Say when something happens, like accident happens, you know, someone's in a car wreck, then all of a sudden this person comes up and boom superhuman strength. They lift that car up and they toss it and like, ah. Yeah, they're like, how did I do that? Then you got Wim Hof, the guy that could sit in cold-ass water, heal himself. Wim Hof is crazy. That guy climbed Mount Everest in his shorts. Nothing but shorts. I think he wore boots, though. Boots, yeah, but shorts. That's crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I could believe that the human body is not being used to its full extent. Do we have powers to see into the future? I mean. I don't know. But then again, it honestly makes me think deja vu, even though I think that's a different 
thing, but it could, you know, connect to this. How you think that you've seen something before, it seems familiar. Maybe you have. Or maybe it's the timeline being manipulated and the deja vu is sort of like the, bloom. hold on, timeline's being manipulated. And then, floop, these remnants, you know, like Fruit Loops being spelled different way, all the Mandela effects Ooh. are sort of like remnants of time being manipulated. Mm. I like that. So what's this last theory that we have? All right. So this last theory that we have is called lies. So this theory states that no one can see into the future. Anyone who says they can is pretty much lying. The people who become famous for predicting the future didn't actually predict or see into the future, but actually just had a few lucky guesses and just put out a bunch of guesses. A couple of them got sort of close. And then uh, they're like, oh, look, this person must have known something. Which, I mean, if you play the lottery enough so many times, you're eventually going to hit something. Yeah, it doesn't have to be big. You're still going to hit. Yeah, could be the $2 winner, you know, still. You got one word right, like cherry picking, you were talking about earlier. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. And I mean, granted, for all these prophets, a lot of them have said many, many, many predictions. And not all of them are right. It's just like, oh, hey, look, that works for this one. Like, oh, look at this one. If you take this one, you cherry pick certain phrases out of it, it definitely fits into this. So it's like you make a bunch of guesses. Sooner or later, you may get one right. And if you make a shit ton of guesses, you'll probably have a bunch of them right. So it's like it's, they're taking a chance. Yeah. Well, I guess that rolls us into our personal thoughts and theories, Dan. So what are some predictions that you have? For the year 2024. Mm. I don't see AI taking over, but a big advancement in AI will happen though, considering just even this year, all the stuff that's been coming out for AI. And I was watching another video how they were taking old movies and actually using AI to replace the actors and stuff in there, the bad animations, and how quickly it's done. Then, granted, Snapchat has like an AI bot on it now. Mm-hmm. You can friggin' talk to. I don't know. It's just AI is advancing so fast now, like you were saying earlier. I could definitely see AI making a big advancements, but not taking over yet. Mm-hmm. That's to come. 100%. Skynet's going to happen. Ooh. But let's see. Well, I'm asking for your predictions, not based off of what the other people had predictions. I want to know what you think is going to happen. What I think is going to happen. I really don't know what to say for predictions. So this is what's going to happen. There's going to be tremendous amount of political turmoil, greater divide between the citizens in the United States. The war between Russia and Ukraine is going to continue. China is going to poise themselves to enter Taiwan, but not going to. The dollar will begin to collapse because of the banks. The banks are going to start borrowing. Well, they already have, but they're going to have a tremendous uptick in borrowing money to cover and it's going to cause the dollar to just flatten out. Yeah. Hold on. I'm tapping into it right now. Oh, I can see Aaron over there. He's, his eyes are rolling in the back of his head. There's going to be another disease. There's going to be something. It's going to affect children. There's going to be a new disease and it's going to affect children mostly. Children. Well, I don't like that. Is it the aging one or no? No, it's not the aging one. This is like, coughing or something. Okay, hold on. 
we're going to have a new president. Not a repeat. Not a repeat, no. I don't know. I'm seeing something like in August. Maybe like Biden doesn't run again and somebody else takes his place, like Kamala or somebody. I don't know. I, we don't get into politics. I don't like politics, but what I'm seeing is not good. Economic struggles, war struggles. We aren't going to go to war with anybody, but there is going to be sort of like a internal battle going on between the citizens, but not like a full on like, get your guns, we're going to take over the South. So no civil war. No, no civil war. Absolutely not. Hmm. But I do see a lot of people struggling. I can see a lot of people struggling. I mean, I don't want, I hate assuming and I know predictions and theories and stuff like that. It's depressing. It's depressing. That's why I really don't want to assume because the past couple of years have not been that great. In my mind, I'm wanting things to be better. So I don't want to assume more bad things, but. For some reason in my mind, November of 2024 just keeps sticking out in my head and it will not go away. And it's something about aliens. I don't know what it is. But my guess is that there's going to be something big happen in November of 2024. I mean, of course, that's when the election and all that takes place. But there's going to be something big regarding aliens or UFOs or UAPs during that time. All right. Like we said, we don't get political. But since you said it, I don't see an election happening. Oh, God. They've been saying that every election year, Dan. No, I mean, like you said, something big is going to happen. That stops it? That stops it. Like martial laws, like enacted and everything. And there's no votes for anything until this is all resolved. And it's not going to be resolved for a while. That's honestly how I've been feeling about things. That's my prediction on it. And I hope I am wrong. Yeah, me too. Well, with that being said, we would love to hear everyone else's predictions for the year 2024. Send us an email to Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at theoriesofthethirdkind.com or Dan, D-A-N, at theoriesofthethirdkind.com with your predictions. We would love to hear what the future holds for us. And it better be good things. I'm tired of hearing bad things. Yeah, no more bad things. Yeah. All right. So do you have anything else to add to today's episode, Dan? No, I'm good. All right. Well, that is the end of Predictions 2024. I hope you enjoyed it all. If for some odd reason you can't get enough of us, go join our Patreon. If you've already joined, we love you. We appreciate you. You are the best. That's right. I want to thank you for joining us today. And again, thank you for your support. You are all amazing, every single one of you. So with that being said, Dan, you want to roll us out? Sure will. It's okay to be out of this world with your thoughts. Because you are not alone. Boom. Predictions.